This is crazy. This is risky. <laughs> this is going to be f***ed up. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. Great. Wow. Great. No, just great. Did you grow up with that? Tony yeah. the Tiger? Tony the Tiger? Okay. Yep. Did I grow up with that? Oh, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> so do we have housekeeping today? Oh, maybe mention that the next recap will be filmed in Ottawa. That's right. Yes. The Trois. The Trois, your favorite place Return on earth. to the Trois. Yeah, we will be heading there. Yeah. And okay, I think we can get going. Recapping episode seven. Yeah, let's do that. AKA Overnights, which feels weird saying about episode seven, but here we are. So first of all, we have to talk about this location. Andy, when we saw these sweeping shots, you were like, wow, this is an amazing place. I Where did. the hell are yeah, they? I did say that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Stunning. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. I, I can't imagine it being more beautiful. There what is, would make it more beautiful? Nothing. Yeah, like think of like, okay, you have to. Let's say there's 100% beauty possible mm -hmm. and right now it's 95. What do you do? I know what I do. <laughs> Add animals. Yes! <laughs> I know you. Yeah, you do. Don't, don't you feel so seen yeah, right I now? I do, wow. Yeah, they're in Pacific Harbor, Fiji, and it's stunning. Uh, Charity says it's so beautiful that she's on cloud one million. <laughs> <sighs> Even the music is good. Yeah. Like, it was very, like, there was a good build. It felt sort of orchestrated or, like, made yeah. to seem orchestrated. I, I think the person who's doing the music or the people who mm -hmm. are doing the music for this season and, and the last season. You know, actually, we have not given the Bachelor franchise it's due credit for music since we recapped Love is Blind and we yeah. shat on the music for the entire season. I think they're like at the level where they could be writing stuff that could be played at Carnegie Hall. Okay, okay. Oh, not, not too far? I went too far? <laughs> a little too far. Oh, okay. okay, we get our usual B-roll of each guy mm -hmm. being all pensive and thinking about their relationships. And here we get Word Watch 1 because in a voiceover, Xavier says, Before this, I was afraid of committing to one person forever. And now we get Charity chatting with Jesse. Jesse says Fiji looks good on her, and I have to say I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Charity in Fiji, yeah. that is a vibe, and I'm into it. Uh -huh. Like I want whatever she's having, which she's I guess is She's got that island look. She like has, some people yeah. look good when they go to the islands. Yes, some people, yeah. it's something about them. Yeah. And I'd like to think I'm one of those people. I, I also want to, I actually do look, I, I usually would be self-deprecating, but I look good in the islands. You do look good in the islands. You, you, be, you, you become more of like a nature man. You know what I think? I think the salt clings to my hair and gives me more hair body. <laughs> you always have hair body, though. Yeah. But I know what you mean. There's like a sort of like, I don't know. There's a something in Moisture. your skin, in your hair. Moisture, she looked amazing. Sun, salt, happiness. Yeah. Happiness. She breaks down her relationships here. The gist is basically she's afraid Xavier is just saying he's ready when he's not actually that Dotton seems too good to be true yeah. and you know she's just falling in love with Joey <laughs> yeah just you know Joey's smooth sailing variety. pretty much uh we're told fantasy suites will be transformative and here we get word watch too from charity saying it'll lead me one step closer to finding my my husband and my forever person and now we have Xavier's overnight quite the overnight 
Well, <laughs> not not <laughs> too much. Charity, we have to talk about her outfit first. She's wearing this printed dress that has sort of a crisscross halter mm-hmm. neckline. Yeah. I don't know if this was meant to look like a Fijian print or like a Fijian dress or like some sort of dress that she got locally or if it actually was, but it looked amazing on her. Oh, yeah. With her hair down and just like, I don't know, Charity and Fiji. I was just so into it. All her looks and her vibe. It was so good. They are given a performance by local Fijians and then split up to be put in local outfits and then Charity's brought out on a sort of throne of sorts. Oh, because this is like pre-wedding stuff, apparently. And they learn the traditional ceremonial dance that would happen before a wedding. And Xavier and his ITM said, the undertones of this date are kind of intense. Do we think it was an accident that this date was chosen for Xavier? I don't think they were. I think it was more overtones. There's something <laughs> subtle about no, this. That's true. And in his, they give this sort of speech to each other and He says, you are a delicate flower that I don't want to crush when I pick up. (laughs) Very ominous. (laughs) It is. And I love that Charity analyzed this from both angles. Because a lot of people might be like, oh, that's sweet. And in her ITM, she's like, okay, like, that's sweet because you want to protect me. But also, like, why are you afraid of crushing me? I I also agree with this. Yes. It's like, I really love you, but I just want to make sure I don't kill you. It's... (laughs) It's dark. Romantic. Uh, They sit and talk. It feels very businesslike, I've got to say. These two fall into that so easily. And it always reminds me of night one. Remember when we said it felt like an interview? She was like, so what are you looking for? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like question, answer, question, answer. And that's how it felt again here. It's always two steps forward, one step back with them. If you think about where things ended after their hometown with him saying, I'm falling in love with you, and then for it to go back to this sort of interview vibe. I got to be honest. I think that Charity never got over the first impression of him reminding her of her ex who cheated on her. Which we found out in this episode was an arc. Yeah. I honestly wonder if this is something she said ongoing throughout filming or if they got a lot of sound bites in this episode that they were then able to sprinkle across the whole season because don't think that doesn't happen. You know, people can make it seem like she thought from the first meet that he was like her ex with a voiceover, you know? But yeah, I wrote, it just doesn't feel fun and playful to me. No, it always feels like there's tension between them and it's not the good kind of tension. Yeah. Where it's like you want them being like... It's not that kind of... It's like... Is that a bass? Yeah, kind of. Wait, what was that one? Go back. It was a drum. It was like a snare drum or something. I don't know. Oh, I love the sound of a snare drum. Isn't that nice? It's great. Yeah, drums. Drums. That's my dream skill. I know. We've talked about this. I haven't spoken about it with them. We haven't? (laughs) I don't think so. Are you sure? I don't think the Shandys know that I have this fascination with percussion and drums. I'm so bummed that you never picked up drums. I think you would be an amazing drummer. I mean, could you imagine? I would be so turned on to see you drumming in a band. Oh, my God. Instead, you're stuck with a few notes (laughs) on the trombone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was, by the way it turned me on in a different way it was like the cute turn on i was like oh <laughs> okay so now we see footage of aaron b packing up to fly to fiji to fight for charity he's gonna yeah. fight for her andy you said well that's convenient you felt that the yeah. fact that it was fiji played a role yeah, in yeah. his decision it's like yeah you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to come to fiji though yeah it's like oh oh fiji yeah oh i can fit that in my you schedule know, i really wish they would at least 
have a tongue-in-cheek moment with that where it's like yeah Fiji but also you know Fiji you know where they were all just sort of in on the joke instead it's like yes it was a very long flight such a long flight to be treated to a week in Fiji yeah okay so now it's the evening Charity is wearing a fabulous statement necklace this jewelry reminded me of Caitlin Bristow's bachelorette days they used to have this brand I don't know if it's the same brand but just chunky big sort of dog tag pieces it looked so good on her. A plunge silk bodysuit and then sheer sequined pink pants. So you could see the bodysuit under the pants and her hair was down and center part in these big soft waves. It was so 70s in the best way. She oh, yeah. looked amazing. I, I, this is obvious. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you know, when something's really great. Like I think about like Spielberg. Okay. Like I don't, I don't, you know. And honestly, I don't love Spielberg, but he's so massive. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. But he's so mass appealing. Like mm -hmm. there's no, there's every human on the planet can watch a, a Spielberg movie and be like, you feel, I like that. You feel basic liking Spielberg. I do, but I and I accept it. Yeah. I accept that some basic things are good. If you start denying all basic things, you become annoying. Yes, totally. You're just an annoying person. Mm -hmm. Like he's a really high, high level based thing that appeals to every single person. And there's the same thing with fashion. I do believe that there are certain outfits that everyone on earth is just like, that's obviously good. Uh -huh. And that's what she does sometimes. Sometimes, but actually for, for that whole speech, I got to say, this wasn't the outfit I would have applied that to. Oh, really? Yeah, because this outfit took a risk. Like this was kind of off the beaten path, like sheer pink sequin pants with a bodysuit that I'm pretty sure was a thong in the back. Like it was very like island, like I don't care what kind of skin I'm showing right now. Like it's hot out and I don't care if I sweat. It was like, oh, yeah, hot. but it's like it's like Schindler's List. <laughs> It's like, I don't care if some people are very uncomfortable with this. This is great art. Okay. Lots of build up here around the gravity of Xavier's readiness, I wrote. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. And here we get Word Watch 3 and 4. Xavier's saying... Because I'm so invested and like intrigued by mm -hmm. the possibilities of being with you forever. Yeah. Mm. And... This is forever we're talking about. And now Xavier. Okay, mm. so Xavier, this is the big talking point of the episode. It happens really early, actually, in the episode. Yeah. Typically, I feel like you would get this later. I just think the Xavier thing, they easily could have put the second or third, you yeah. know, had Charity end on a high with Joey and then go down to a low with Xavier and then go back up with Dotton. And maybe they filmed it in a different order, but I thought it was interesting that they started. It's almost like Xavier leaving was a foregone conclusion. I think you're 100% right. I think even production was like, you know what? We can't milk this. It's going to look cheesy. Let's just get it out of the way. Everyone knows he's going home. You know why? Let's get it out of the way. It's because Aaron was already on a flight. Right. They had that guy. Yes. Yes, exactly. They, they had, didn't need Xavier. They had a Xavier already. Oh, my God. Wow. They're, they really had things waiting in the wings. Yeah. Because normally with no Aaron B, Xavier's, I think Xavier's overnight would have been last. Uh, I for agree sure. with you. With the cliffhanger, yeah, that would have been the cliffhanger being cliffhanger. at that dinner. 100%. So Xavier here reveals that he was unfaithful to his ex and he wants Charity to know that because he knows it's triggering for her and he feels she deserves to know. And this is obviously a big deal to Charity because she had been cheated on and she has a borderline meltdown at this but excuses herself to sort of compose herself and Andy you said she should be psyched could well, you explain I think the fact that he's putting it on the table 
and being honest with her mm-hmm. right up front and taking a risk, by the way, yes. it's a big risk. You yeah. tell, you tell someone who has been cheated on and has PTSD from said cheating that you have been unfaithful in the past. That's a huge risk. Totally. Especially on this show. On the show. It's on the show. It's double the huge I risk. I feel like a torn on this choice because on one hand I have the utmost respect for him for having done this. I do wonder if it came up in an ITM. You know, I wonder though, because if this had come up in an ITM, they would have shown it. Absolutely. I think if like two weeks ago, Xavier was like, I cheated on my ex. I'm, I'm debating to hell no. charity. We would have seen a buildup. He and- dropped this. This was a, this is a bombshell, so to speak. Which even that feels very Xavier to it me. It feels very Xavier. It makes me like him even more. I know, I know. But but <laughs> but let's get to the point here is that he revealed something that is very, I have, I, I have like three, I have one first way of thinking of this yeah. and then two subsets of Do you want to say it. them now or do you want to wait until we get further into the convo? I'm just going to say it right now. This yeah, is, go for this it. is the, the, my overreaching fresh. feeling about I, this situation. Okay. I think- Number one, the honesty up front is always important. I think it's very good. The guy who is cheating all the time is not going to tell you up front, by the way, I cheated. 100%. He's not. Right. It says so much that he confessed this. Yeah. It showed a desire to be to do things differently. So number one, his honesty was admirable. Uh-huh. The other one that I think may have been happening, which is something I have done in the past, is that when you kind of aren't sure about something, or maybe your head is sure, but your heart isn't, or your heart is sure and your head isn't, Yeah, you kind of do this thing, or you, meaning me and a lot of people, I think, do you this mitigate. thing where you kind of subconsciously sabotage. Totally. By, in the process, making yourself feel good about what you're saying. So in other words, you'll say like, look, I'm being totally yeah. honest. You're like, I killed five people. <laughs> I cheated on every girlfriend I've ever had. Yeah, I robbed yeah. a bank once, never got caught. Uh-huh. So don't you like me more? So you're, what you're really doing is you're trying to sabotage. You may even not know you're trying to sabotage. Yeah, and I think he might have been doing that. Part of Xavier, having watched it back, in my case, twice for my notes, I think that he wanted out of this. I agree. Okay, so here we get Word Watch 5 and 6, because while melting down, Charity says, If I'm falling in love with someone, like I want that love to be forever. And I want this to be a forever thing. Okay, and now Charity returns and says it's a sensitive spot for her because she endured six years of being cheated on. That's which is a, a lot of years. That's a whole thing to unpack. Was Here's, it one guy who was cheating on her she for six years? She said on and off. Again. So does that mean several guys or one no, guy? No, I think it was one guy, but it was on and off for six years. What I can't figure out was whether she knew about it and then it would happen again and then she would find out about it and then forgive him or if it was like six years went by and suddenly she found out that he'd been cheating on her the whole time. Yeah, we just don't know. Yeah, the on and off makes me think that she knew somewhat. But then, the, you know, what comes into play, there's a sort of, some sort of low self-worth, low self-esteem yeah, to sure. allow yourself to stay in that situation. So I really love that she, you know, had such a clear boundary about this Absolutely, and such a strong yeah. reaction. If you're cheated on a well, lot, you you're are, gonna be insecure in that. You department. are the sum of your experiences. Yes. And this is where her insecurity is. It's like a, it's a cat that got burned by a stove. That cat is never, never. going near a kitchen again. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So Xavier says he never wants to be unfaithful to her. And now she asks if it was multiple times or just once. And if it was the most recent relationship, he says multiple times in the span of five days. (laughs) Andy, you burst out laughing. (laughs) I I think the five days was not necessary. (laughs) I think multiple times was sufficient here. (laughs) I think this is where he moved from thinking he was actually being honest and upstanding and, yeah. to realizing that he was sabotaging it. 
Oh, really? I felt the shift. Like when he said multiple times in five days, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like you didn't have to say that. No. Even if you're being honest, you don't need that detail is totally unimportant. You can it, just say it was bad. Like it it was bad. It like both, I don't want to get into the details. It wasn't a good situation. It that's both all you makes need. him sound better and worse. Yeah. It, it's too much. Yeah. It's, well, it's too much. Too but, far. Yeah. But it's not just one drunken thing, but also within five days, it's yeah. like it was still temporary. I don't know. Everything about this what was happened funny. We had, five days? we had a good I laugh. I want to see that five days. What was going on? <laughs> on there okay he says it was two years into the relationship he says there was a long period where he wanted his ex to do and be what he wanted her to do and be and that was wrong okay so we cue now to charity's voiceover of her saying this is what her ex did and this is where i'm really like okay it's all coming together you know just the planting of the seed that xavier is like her ex my slight issue with that is that it's summing xavier up as a type of person who cheats. And my issue with that is a lot of people cheat. Yeah. It's just that a lot of, you just don't know about it a lot of the time. Like there's yeah. a lot more to Xavier than the fact that he cheated on his ex. And to always paint him in this way, it's like, he reminds me of his ex, someone who wouldn't put me first. It's like, oh, he's a cheater. I'm hesitant to sort of paint him that way. Yeah. You know, 30 to 60% of people in marriages cheat. Is that is that... Where'd you get that from? I, I mean, I believe it. I Googled it because I was curious. And apparently the number is way higher if they think they for sure won't get caught. Like they would cheat if they right. knew they couldn't get caught. I think it's it's one of these things that like no one, I mean, no, not no one, but a lot of people do not want to accept. They kind of want to bury their head in the sand. Yeah, they want to bury their head in the sand that it exists, that it happens as often as it does because we live in the society that's so focused on monogamy, monogamy, monogamy. The, whenever we would get these comparisons to Charity's ex, I wanted traits. Yeah. I want personality traits, behavioral traits. I think if we're going to look for a trait here, we're going to like dig under the surface. It's that Xavier is maybe an overthinker or he really thinks of all the scenarios or he's afraid of, I don't even want to say he's afraid of commitment. I think that no, he's he not. He hasn't found what he, he's looking. He, exactly. He, wait, wait. But he still hasn't found um, what he's, he's looking, looking for. for. So he bones five women in five days. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe monogamy isn't for him, in which case that's like that's totally his prerogative. That's a yeah. So that's my thing. I just think there's more to Xavier than just like he's a man who cheats and therefore he's like her ex. That's my thing. I mean, the thing is, I, every time I bring this up with somebody, I've had this conversation with many people. Okay. There's two reactions when I'm like, you know, that like more than half the people cheat, like in whatever. Yeah. I don't know what stat I bring up, but it's somewhere in that ballpark. It's either like, you have no idea what you're talking about. That's yeah. ridiculous. Or like, I think it's way more than that. <laughs> There's no one in the middle. It's so true. Yeah. So now we fall back into that interview style because Charity's, you know, grilling him. And she asks what he's done to learn and grow from his past. And he says he's worked to be more introspective. It's very job interviewee, more introspective, questioning himself and what he was looking for when he did it. Uh, he says he not only hurt the girl, but also himself. It made him question his own character. He felt remorse. Which is, you know, a good thing. I think this was a kind of a confessional for him, which kind of leans into my theory that he might have been sabotaging himself. I think this was his, he was like really letting it out yeah. in a way that felt more like almost more about him than about charity. That is the one thing that I'm going to really hold against Xavier here is that I think even the t undertone of the, his answers here, it's like, yeah, I hurt her, but I also hurt myself. I questioned my own character. It's like... That felt like, a, like you said, it was like him letting it out so that he would be like, 
<sighs> okay, I'm good. Yeah, at the yeah. End of it. <laughs> yeah. Do I, so do I leave now? Are yeah. we good? <laughs> yeah. So Charity asks how it made him question himself, and he says, "If I'm put in that position again," and she rightly challenges him here. She's yeah. like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute." Yeah. <laughs> this is where her like therapist comes out, and it's very satisfying to watch. I don't even think he was trying to word his way out of something. No, he wasn't. No, I think that she was just like, "No, I want you to be really specific." Instead of saying put in that position again, it's like you did it to yourself to some degree. And she holds him to that. And he clarifies the position of being on vacation with his friends. Like he would know to just shut the door and not give in to temptation. <laughs> I like the way that's the only answer is just <laughs> go on vacation with his friends, lock himself in the hotel the whole time, get room service and then go home. She cuts to the chase and says, is it a possibility that he would ever do it again? And he says, it's not a possibility if he chooses her and she chooses him. <laughs> She's like sitting there with a notepad. Like, okay, so. He says he's, he says he's not going to do that, though it might be hard losing the freedom and just choosing one woman. So this is where it really feels like, to me, Xavier. He's sabotaging. Yeah, and he also... Like, do you know how much of my life I spent being like, how could I ever be with one person for the rest of my life? Of course. You also felt that way. If, if uh, th- How could you not be in this situation? Or how could you be, sorry, first that one. <laughs> how could you be in this situation and not have extreme trepidation mm-hmm. about the future? And honestly, the decent thing to do in this situation would be to lay down some ground rules. Be mm-hmm. like, listen, I can't tell you for sure I'm going to be anybody because I barely know you. Yes. And this is really where the format of this show is the problem because the thing that made me okay with choosing one person was finding you. And then it became so clear. But if I were told that, okay, you have to choose one person, here's your selection. Right. You can't make that decision without finding the right person who makes it all okay to just choose one person. That's the thing. I don't care who's curating, whether it's ABC or the greatest matchmaker in the history of the world. If at, you know, 35, 40 years old, someone showed me 17 women. 25 to 30, actually. Okay, fine. Oh, well, now, now, now it's a different story. That's a lot of women. No, but if someone showed me that, there's a very good chance I wouldn't find my person in that group. Totally. You wouldn't be there. I mean, half those people would be cast for drama reasons anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Half of them you could just cut out right off the bat. Yeah. And then the rest, you, now you're talking about like maybe a dozen people. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you could pick a dozen women on this planet, totally. put them in front of me, and one of those is the person I'm definitely 100% never going to cheat on, going to okay. be with for the rest of my yeah. life, going to devote myself to yeah, yeah. till death. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're on the same page about this, obviously. The idea that you're not arriving ready. You become ready because of the person. Right. And so clearly this just... Uh, was never meant to be. Can I say that? Right. And if anything, he's doing her a favor. 100%. Like, and, and, uh, this is the thing. Two wrongs. Uh, no, two rights don't make it wrong. I'm not sure what's going on here. So Charity, I think she's taking this personally. Like this is like annoying for her. Mm-hmm. She's like, I went through this whole process. I'm stressed out. Yeah. Like this has been ridiculous. Yeah. And all I'm asking you is to just sit here at this stupid dinner yeah, and yeah. say you're not going to cheat on me. Yeah. And you can't do that. Yeah. And I totally respect it. I think it's more that she was that she was fl- flummoxed. No, f- flabbergasted. Flummoxed. Flummoxed. I flabber- love flummoxed. Flummoxed. She was flummoxed. Uh huh. It was like in a personal affront, and I totally get that. Rather than her actually having deep feelings for Xavier, where she was like, "Oh my God, this is the man oh. I want to spend the rest of my life with," and now he's suddenly telling me he might cheat on me. I completely agree. I mean, I was going to get to that later, but. I don't think Charity was ever going to choose Xavier. And that is a whole 
other piece of this puzzle, like expecting Xavier to be 100% sure about her and be able to say something that he can't guarantee he actually feels yeah. when he is still one of three no, guys remaining. And not one of three guys remaining. Yeah, he's the, the obvious third. bronze winner yeah, yeah. in this competition. He's yeah. sitting there and he's expected to give his pure yeah, loyalty. This is like totally. middle ages level where you get in front of the king and you're like, mm-hmm. whatever you say, it's I'm yeah, um, your servant. I will die for <laughs> yeah. you. You know, he's expected to do that. Meanwhile, he's the guy is like he's he's like Eddie the Eagle in this in this ski jump competition. Why should he give anyone that? He's who in the ski jump competition? Eddie the Eagle. Oh, good callback. Okay. Yeah. I think he's better he's than better Eddie. He's better than Eddie. Yeah. That's, I went too far. Eddie the Eagle was not on the podium. Yeah, he's like he's like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. They're not even. No, no. No, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like Dennis, Dennis Rodman is Scottie Pippen, okay. Michael Jordan. All right. Not that good either. No, he's further behind than yeah, Dennis Rodman. I, I have to go deep. I can't remember who was, uh, Horace Grant. Ooh, whoa, that was a pull. <laughs> Horace, he is Horace Grant. Okay. Someone, someone's going to like that. <laughs> She says that his love for her should be so firm that it shouldn't matter that he's giving up this freedom. Okay. And this goes back and forth for a while to the point where they're even like, what are we even talking about? It started to feel drunk. It was so drunk. Yeah. There came a point where Andy was like, I think they're wasted. She says, you good? And he says, I'm good, (laughs) but it's scary. (laughs) He can't even. I wrote, he just can't help himself. He can't do it. He can't do it. You know what? This is one of those. This is a kiss the ring scene yes. and he refuses to kiss the ring yeah without a caveat without no, not a, even a disclaimer caveat. without not, a sort of thing nothing. in the wings being like but and depending on how you look at this you could be like oh he's trying to create loopholes for himself but i think he's just so hell-bent on being 100 percent honest that it's like you end up going in circles if i was xavier i would have turned it on charity and i would have been like can you ah. with 100 percent surety say that you and me are going to the end and she would have been like, no, I can't. Okay, there's a good psych here because the music gets all tinkly as she reaches for the fantasy suite card. <laughs> it's like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> She says she's offering it to him because she believes in him. She needs to know, though, that he'll make it work, show up for her at the end of this. It'll only work if he wants it. Can he say he'll do that for her? And he says in his heart, there isn't any fucking doubt, but in his mind, there is doubt. <laughs> I mean, honest, can, oh, I, can, I, can I tell you the honest truth? What? In this situation, you don't use the F word to describe one of the things. You, you got to leave the F word out because once you use the F word, that's it. The tinkly music starts again. Oh, no, you're right. No, because using the F word in that context is too emphatic. Yeah, the F word is an automatic tinkly music enter. <laughs> yeah. the, tinkly, the guy's like literally, it's like tinkle, tinkle. Then he stops. You're like, hold on a second. I'm yeah. not sure there's going to be tinkly music. And then you say the F word about how you feel. Yeah. Tinkly music starts again. Yeah. But he went the other way. He completely overturned the game board here. Mm-hmm. He says that for him to get to that point, where I guess there's no doubt in his mind, that has to happen tonight. He needs to see more. And I wrote, Oi, Xavier. Oh, <laughs> no, he, he, there was poor phrasing there, but Horrible we all know phrasing. what he meant. No, we know what he means. Like private time without cameras, first of all, he has never seen or spent time with charity without a camera a couple of feet away from and him. And the problem is the edit and and probably from Charity's point of view, since she was already a little bit like, you yeah, know, jaded, flustered, not jaded, but um, also you know, jaded. biased by his yeah, initial comments. All of the above. It sounded like I want to see you naked before I make it that decision. It sounded like I need we need to like hook yeah. up before I can decide. Yeah, I Which, see the by goods. the way, for a lot of people, like 
another I, I'm reasonable all, thing. I, I'm going to be honest. Like I wouldn't want to commit to someone well, or be well, able to say what she's asking me to say in that situation. If we haven't seen, if we have compatibility uh, in the bedroom, especially if you're being held to, I will never under any circumstances for the rest of my life, cheat on you. That means right? you have one person to have sex with for the rest of your life. And you're supposed to make that decision without even totally, seeing them naked. Totally. It just sounded really bad. It sounded so bad. It sounded so bad. I was like, Xavier, no, it's one of those no. things you can't say. No. You just, you, he should have said, I want to be alone with you yes. and have like real alone time without cameras. That's all he had to say. Yeah. And that's really what he meant. It I is mean, what the he sex meant. was probably part of it. And no, it I should think it be was one of, of probably 20 reasons. Yes. Yes. He just didn't phrase that correctly. No. Again, subconscious self-sabotage. She takes his answer in the worst way possible, which I think totally tracks with her history. Yeah. Like I can see why she would. She, she basically heard him say, I need to hit that first. Like that's right. the way she it heard is it. how it sounded. Yeah. She says she doesn't have the doubt that he has that he can be faithful and not cheat again, but he seems to doubt himself. We paused and had a conversation here because I have a personal experience with this and then you had a great sort of rebuttal. So I thought we would just talk about it now because yeah. here I have an ex who I dated for two and a half years who it was similar to this. Like I was expected, not expected, like we had discussed me moving countries to be with him because mm -hmm. we had always been long distance. And I was like, I need to know that me making this move is like, you really see a future, like you want to be with me. And yeah. he was not able to just say it so clearly. Like I, yes, I want you to move here. I want to be with you. Like I want to one day marry you or like I, that's the, that's the trajectory I see. He just couldn't say it because he was like, well, we've never lived in the same place. Like he had all these doubts, you know, similar right, to Xavier. Sure. And while I respect that, it was not what I, like I needed more than that to to overhaul my life in that way. And so I respect the honesty as Charity respected Xavier's honesty, but you simply need more. You yeah. need more than that. And that's that's that. And so that our relationship came to a close. And then yeah. I went on The Bachelor. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is they're both, you can come at Xavier for being like, dude, you asshole, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I don't think it's that at all. It's like, you're just, it's, the timing's not right. You're not meant for each other. Most people aren't. Yeah. And let's remember when you, when you had that situation, you had been dating this guy for like two years. Yes. You knew him inside and out. Yeah. You guys were as intimate as humans can be yeah. for a long time. That's a good point. This wasn't like after two weeks of semi-dating where he's dating two other girls that he likes way more than totally. you. Totally. Okay. And Andy, this is where you said the truth is anyone at that point is lying to themselves somewhat. Yeah, I think that the leap of faith, like when you meet someone that you're just like, I'm over the moon about this. Yeah. Like you have, there's part of your brain that's like, this is crazy. There's gotta be something wrong here. And you silence that. Because you're so overwhelmed with love. The chemicals are flowing. You're like, this is it. This is the person that I want to like procreate yeah, with. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like very like primordial. Yeah. So you just silence it. You're like, I know. Part of you knows uh -huh. that those questions are, you are 100% know that's part of the excitement. Totally. I think part of the excitement of falling in love is being like, this is crazy. This is risky. <laughs> this is going to be fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. But you do it anyway. Unless you're Joey. Unless you're Joey, yeah. Then you're just like, yeah, I mean, who cares? We're just going to die together and be buried. And it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be so nice to be lying next to you under the ground, <laughs> just eaten by worms and slowly becoming fertilizer. It's nice. But my point is, is that you in that moment, you say, 
I'm putting to rest that stuff. Mm. Right now is not the time for doubt. Right now is the time for fully, I'm jumping in. It's like ice water. Mm-hmm. You're jumping into an ice bath. You don't sit there for an hour and be like, well, it's very cold. Oh, yeah. and my, as, you know, it's going to hurt my balls first, you know, the way when you go in slow. Totally. Like you just jump in. Yes. And that's it. You can't think. No one really knows, but yeah. they don't want to screw it up. They don't want to, to enter doubt into the equation. They want it to be 100% forward yeah and so they don't say any of the doubts yeah they don't let them creep in yeah it's just human nature so in this case xavier did let it creep he in. did let it creep yeah. in and to use his word he let it flood flood Ooh, yes that's a good word okay so she says his answer is fair because it's how he feels she doesn't want to force him there she says she's being selfish it's because that's something she's working on she's not good at being selfish this was a real raw raw moment for her i was really into it yeah. but i also loved that xavier never was anyone but himself. I love this because this was a very realistic conversation between two people who are like, we're not at the same place. This is where you realize. You this realize is, this is the thing's you know coming this to is? a head. This is two rights make a bigger right. Yes. In a situation that looks bad. Yeah. And the right being... That they're not supposed to be together right Totally. There. And if this were the real world and she didn't have other options waiting in the wings, this weren't a TV show... It might take six, 12 months to realize this. Yeah. And how great it is it that, you know, like everyone saved time. He's releasing her. Yes. And she is letting him release her. Yes. Well, here she walks him out. I have to say she didn't seem that upset. No. She was mostly angry. She had a good cry after. But I actually don't think it was about Xavier himself. It was more like this was. This is personal. This is deep rooted. This is triggering for her. She doesn't want to be. You know what it's like? It's like there's a person in your life who's horrible. They did like you. You had this whole period with them where it's like the association, even thinking about their smell or the look of their face or or the way their eyes sit in their head. Or the way they argue. That's a big one. Yeah. And, and anything that relates to that person, you're like, ugh. And then one day you see that person, your heart sinks yes. and you just feel like death. Yes. I think, honestly, it's a, there's a minor version of that where this wasn't about Xavier. Let's be honest. Xavier was going home. Yeah. We all know it. Yes. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. He was not, he was bronze. And she was 100% being triggered. She was being reminded. She was being put in the actual place that she was when she was cheated on. It's a it's a lesser version. It's clearly yeah. not as painful. That, yeah. But she was there and it brought all the feelings back. And this was personal. I want to I want to make it clear like her reaction was appropriate from a personal perspective, totally. not from a love perspective. She and Xavier were not ending up together. She knew it as well as him. Yeah, and in a way, what a gift it was to have a Xavier on this season because she got to heal. She got yeah. to heal the six years of turmoil she went through. In this moment, she was what she called herself Charity Lawson 2023 yeah. and was like putting him in his place and really analyzing what he was saying and taking it at face value and not trying to make justifications for him. You know, it felt like she was coming into her own because he was there. Like, I know it was challenging, but it also felt necessary given her history versus just a guy who's like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, oh, like, that's great. That's who she should be with. But how great was it to have a guy like Xavier on her particular season so we could have this scene? And God, how good must it have felt for her? I think it was like rehab. It was magnificent. This was a great conversation. Yeah. Okay. Adult conversation that had an adult ending. Everybody happy. Everybody happy. Except maybe Xavier is like, oh, I would have liked to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I think we can finally move on. I just wanted to give that scene the love that I felt it deserved because I yes. I can see people want, hating Xavier after the, after that conversation, and I think it's just the opposite. No one should hate Xavier. No, nobody. And my heart was full watching Charity in that scene. I was like, "Get it, girl. Yeah. Yes, like you earned your ability to to navigate this conversation." Yeah, it was, it was one of the rare fully adult conversations, and and that's one of the reasons why I think it's going to be polarizing. But people are like, "Oh, that was horrible." Uh, but no, it wasn't horrible. That's I, a real conversation. I'm very curious to know what people think of that scene. I think a lot of people are going to tell us, like, what are you getting so heated up for? It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly watched it. I fell asleep. Like, just tell your jokes. <laughs> okay, so it's the next morning. Charity says in her ITM that this isn't a build a man workshop. So hmm. she has no choice but to focus on her other two options. <laughs> I'll tell you, if I built a man, it might look like Xavier. Well, I mean, I am still partial to Dotton. Oh. But they're both so, no, I mean, they're, uh, too tall, too, too tall, two specimens. Too okay. But first we have Joey. <laughs> okay. So they go ATVing and the ATV promptly dies. So they wander off into the woods. This felt so convenient. A staged dying it of the did, ATV. Was it staged? Yeah. I wonder if they gave them an ATV with not enough gas or something. I and think I, they could have fixed the ATV if they wanted to. I yeah. think it got stuck in the mud. Is that what happened? I, it seemed like it ran out of fuel or something. Yeah. I don't know. Just usually when we've seen things like this happen, that it's been used in the credits as like a sort of bloopery scene where it's like, uh, like, hey, can we get some help here? Our producer will jump in. I think we should get off the ATV because people have PTSD from the length of time we talked about Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, is this another conversation about ATVs stalling? Yeah, but it just felt planned that yeah. the whole thing was around, oh, Joey's so spontaneous he's so flexible yeah, anything he's, he can overcome yes, anything yes. nothing can get and in their even, way even an, an ATV, atv stalling dying. in fiji where totally. they have to go to a waterfall yes yeah, so adaptable you got a lot of credit for this as though walking off into the woods and making out by a waterfall was really such yeah, a to chore. be honest like i would have been happy to get off the atv why yes. are you on an atv walk around and totally. see it's beautiful totally okay so joey confesses now as they chat by said waterfall that he had a tough time last week because of their goodbye from his hometown and so now she mentions Uncle Joe and him saying that Joey doesn't, you know, seem like himself or he's a people pleaser, blah, blah, blah. Joey says that he was uncomfortable there and that he was doing something for her for the first time, like teaching her tennis. When you, So far, it makes sense. In this experience, he's really been on the receiving end. And Joe really came in and caught him off guard. This explanation appeases her and this wraps with them making out next to the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> it felt a little like... It's just, I, I it just felt like we didn't really get to the bottom of it. And of course, we talk more in the evening about it. But I, I wanted a little more fleshing out of the people pleasing in Joey, because as a lot of comments astutely said last week, like, yes, that on the surface is like, oh, that's so nice. Like, it's, a, you know, like it's not good for that person. But actually, you can really harm others by being such a people pleaser. Yeah, that's true. People pleasing is is a bad thing if it becomes a thing. Okay, so now it's the evening. Charity does another pro Maybelline ad. Yeah, she's really she's, good at this. She, she does it well. Yeah. yeah, and Charity now is wearing a one shoulder bodysuit with a cutout on the side and this big chunky gold chain detail there and a gold tie like sort so, of cover see, up. Can thing. I just stop it's right here? Not my thing. You didn't. You like know this why? One. Too busy. Uh, it, it feels again like people are going to say like who who are you who the hell are you who are you, yeah. To yeah, talk who about are this? you? yeah but I'm going to say what I feel it's what I do yeah I feel like no one would have rolled out of bed looking like that oh. that's too much work but you felt that way about the other one with the sequin pants no it's not that she there's a okay 
This is there's a misconception. I look what I'm forward saying. to you explaining. I'm us. not saying roll out of bed like I want you to look all natural. Like like no, that's I'm when I say roll out of bed, I mean like it feels like it just put itself on. Uh-huh. Like she came out of the 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 machine, like the factory rolled her out, and she had that outfit on. Uh-huh. I feel like there was other people involved. Like oh, let's put a thing here and let's put it oh, do this thing. Okay, it feels busy. It feels like it's trying to do something as opposed to like something that just comes together you know and you I'm, see it and you're like that's a unit, I, that's a thing. I think what you like is personal style yeah. and the other one was like a risk but it was a clearly like a, there was personal style in there there was like her stamp was on it yeah. this one was maybe a little more generic i still liked it okay i thought I, she I she still had it. that sort of island vibe to it it's it's hot and i'm gonna wear a skirt that is maybe a cover-up maybe a sarong but also maybe a formal skirt i thought she looked nice i loved her it's big a, statement uh, earrings a lot going on. I, you know i'm a simple man yeah you I, are. I, I like i like to be spoon fed <laughs> you do Okay, so they sit down to dinner now. Joey says this is amazing. He can't ask her anything more right now. She asks if anything scares him about moving forward. And he says he worries that people fall in love with the idea of him and then they get to know him and question him. Mm. So to me, that sounds like he has imposter syndrome. Sure. Or something, which I definitely relate to. He says he gives off a positive persona, a great energy, etc. But he will get in a funk here and there, and it's taxing to be that person. This is yeah, this is the most real we get of Joey that's it. all season long. I think he says it's tough to be in a relationship with him because it can feel like a roller coaster. So I think the vibe we're getting is there might be some like mood. I, I got to be honest, regardless of, of what roller coaster he's talking about, if I went to an amusement park and went on the Joey roller coaster, oh, I'd feel very ripped off. <laughs> I will say that continues on here. Like no. Joey's range is not vast. No. Uh, Charity says she struggles with people pleasing too. And this, by the way, this is my flashpoint. Can we bring a flashpoint back? Yeah, sure. We haven't done that in a while. It is Charity saying that growing up, she got rewarded and got attention for when she was at her best. And that conditioned her to think that that's how she had to be. And it's unrealistic to expect that of anyone. And Andy, here we pause that I told you this was like the deepest, most meaningful statement or conversation that I felt I've seen all season long. I agree. It was extremely real. Yeah. Very, very um, relatable. Yeah. And depending on who you are, maybe this wouldn't speak to you. But for me and where I am in my life, like working on my people pleasing tendencies, I was like, oh, like it took the wind out of me. I thought and she you could tell that this is she's someone who has studied mental health. She's like she's very self-aware. She's working on herself and she's noticing other people like i was just like there with her i was hanging on her every word i was so into this charity's interesting character study because i think she's been thrust into a situation where she it's it sort of plays on certain parts of her personality like she's a people pleaser so she's trying to please production totally but at the same time she's trying to please the cast but at the same time she knows she's very psychologically aware of her faults in this aspect so she's fighting with that yeah it's really interesting i haven't I've seen a lot of variants of this, but this is the most pure, like, I want to please everybody, but I also realize that I want to please everybody and I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're fighting each other. It's She's great. She's yeah. great to watch in that way. Uh, Joey says that he was falling in love with her, but now he is officially in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry says she's fully in love with him, too. So oh, she never yeah. even told him the falling part. She wow. Went she went straight to, to in. And... Okay, so even this. So she says this to him, 
And what? Oh, I'm just, I, I'm so, so unbelievably bored by this relationship. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Andy tends to fall asleep at the Joey scenes. Yeah. This, like Charity is telling him she's fully in love with him too, which is a huge deal. Like to have the lead tell you that, like they're not technically not supposed to, right? And he's just like smiling at her until she turns this into a kiss. Yeah. Where's the, mm, I want a little more mm, under this. Yeah. I want a little more drive, a little more desire, a little more like, passion a little more emotion i just want something more from joey that i just never seem to get i wrote i want more oh that's uh, what's that from i want to be where the people are that's the fish girl <laughs> okay the, um, little mermaid very good well we've come such a long way oh, yeah, I'm good. the shandies are proud of you i know they are <laughs> the fish girl <laughs> That's a good name for a movie. She gives him the fantasy sweet card and they head to their suite. And in her ITM, Charity says that Joey is the definition of the perfect person. And Andy, you said, yeah, he's not going to cheat on her. <laughs> <laughs> so they're making out in the fantasy suite. And as the lights turn out, Andy, you said this was definitely a missionary fantasy suite. Oh, heavy. The next morning, they canoodle in bed. And as Charity is, she's glowing at him. She's looking no. at him with just, she's like heart eyes. He's looking at her with the same Joey expression that we always get. And Andy, you said that Joey is looking at her the way a person who doesn't like animals looks at a friend's dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and it's not to say that he's not in her. I That's think that true. Joey is super into charity. It's just that we don't get any difference. There's yeah. no difference. No. And look, I understand that some people are not as emotive as others. Like, I am not. That's not my issue here. It's that this is a TV show and we're being sold that this is like a momentous love. And I feel like I'm in, invested in Charity's journey. I know that sounds cheesy, but like I want her to find it. And it just feels like she's not being met there. She's being met there with words, uh, I'll but ask nothing, but not the. Uh. I'm going to ask you a question. This is a serious question. Yeah. Who would you rather wake up with okay. after the fantasy suite? Joey with his, you know, not liking pets kind of stare <laughs> or a slightly cheaty look from Xavier. <laughs> it makes no sense. None. But I know what you mean. That's the edge. It's an edge. I think that part of the issue. Look, I bet you a huge probably majority of people watching this show love Joey. Oh, yeah. I haven't looked, but I'm sure he has the most Instagram followers. I bet you if you did a Venn diagram of all the people who really like Joey, uh -huh. they would fall into the same circle as all the people who really like Olive Garden. Ooh, Olive Garden. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with Olive Garden. No. Just very Joey. No, you know what you're going to get. It's exactly it's, Joey. It's not going to surprise you. Yeah. You're going to feel safe. Yeah. And, and you're you going to be gazed yeah, at. You may have like some gastrointestinal trouble after, but it's not like the kind that's dangerous. <laughs> I think the Joey outside of the show is fantastic. I think you're getting the worst Joey on this show. Mm. The most basic He just Joey. seems diluted. diluted. Joey seems diluted in this setting. I can't help but feel like he's trying to win this game. It's Because how it, it feels. seems not real. Yeah, I agree. All right. So now it's Doughton's overnight I mean, we love <laughs> We really choose our favorites, don't we? Oh, I got we do not strong hide favorites this season. Well, and generally, I think we have strong opinions on people. 
Uh, yeah, we I do. wonder. Maybe that makes for Is a good recap. I don't know. I mean, they they want you to. Let's be honest. I've always had strong opinions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let me tell you. I I feel okay saying this because when I was a contestant, people either loved me or hated me. Yeah, it's like no one was in between. So and they I know how they it all feels. have their right to, to yeah. their opinion. Yeah. Okay, so they go jet skiing and then toast on a sandbar. She says the moment with his mom on his hometown was pure. And Dot now reveals that he didn't know much about this show coming into it. This is my favorite confession ever. He says he didn't understand what happens at the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the greatest moments in the history of the franchise. Amazing. Amazing. Because it's so believable. He is 100%. And, and fifty just, billion, yeah, okay. I see, uh-huh. percent honest. Totally, he says he found out from the other guys that there was an engagement at the end of this, and he was taken aback at first. But then he thought about charity and was like, "I'm okay with that." Yeah, it, wouldn't it be funny if he was just like, "Yeah, I heard that at the end of this, you get engaged." How ridiculous is that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay, I was too busy having you know the emoji where it's like smiling and it's tearing up. Yeah, yeah. This was cute. This was very cute. I'm gonna he t- genuinely didn't know. Can you imagine going into this experience? Yeah. Not knowing, just thinking like at the end, you're like, oh, I want to be with you. So let's date and let's go hang out for a while and see what happens. Yeah. And then you find out that you're getting engaged at the end of the show and yeah. you're just like, without missing a beat, you're like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, well, fine. No, because he thought of her. We said a, a few weeks ago that it felt like Dotton was into charity in spite of her being the bachelorette, not yeah, because yeah. of her being yeah. the bachelorette, as it so often feels. And this only lends to that. Dotton is like, oh, like I have to go through all this, but like she's worth it. Like it's not like, oh sweet, I get to get to the end. You know what Don is? He's one of those people who can't lie. Y- yes, but in a less like He's better at it than Xavier. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Xavier goes too far. Yeah. But I don't know if there are any dark secrets with Dotton. I think Dotton has pure thought. Well, I think he's just 100% like, this girl is great, I th- and I'm lucky to be here, and I'm lucky to have the opportunity to spend the rest of my life with well, her. Well, I think Dotton's dark thoughts tend to be more inward towards himself. Definitely. So he's more like, as he confessed, like he everything he's wanted for, he hasn't gotten. He yes. feels like a failure. He feels like he doesn't deserve her or yeah. this fairy tale, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Dotton so is Dotton's he's biggest got, enemy. Yes, he's got his dark thoughts for sure, but I, I relate to that. Like I don't think there's a single dark thought with charity. I think I actually think, and, I, and I'm saying this because you know me, I don't say this. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is the purest love I have ever seen oh, on this show. Oh, that's a big statement, but I'm going to agree because, like, I mean, look at them. Look at them together. Can I just say they have fun together? Has there ever been dramatic music with Dotton? Uh, not that I can think of, which no, means there that will there be. Has to yeah, be there's some going to coming. be because yeah, yeah, he's going to have like yeah, he's mm. going to get the runs from something he ate in Fiji, <laughs> and he's going to walk away, and they're going to make believe like he's breaking up with her. <laughs> I also think that him not knowing that an engagement was expected and then looking at her and being like, I'm okay with that. That means so much more. That adds so much more weight to him sticking this out than a guy that always knew, like who arrived ready to of get course. engaged. Of course. Don didn't know. No. He just felt lucky to be, you know what Don, Don felt lucky to be in the experience. Yes. That's it. He, he was, was having- on cloud a million. <laughs> <laughs> From the beginning, cloud a million. You know, can I, can I settle this for once? Oh, you've you've settled it before. I said I just one more time. For any new there is nothing shandies. to do with the, the level of number. A cloud a million could be the shittiest cloud of all. Uh-huh. It's just a classification of a cloud. Okay. For all we know, cloud two is the best cloud. 
But cloud nine is the highest. Cloud nine is the stratospheric. Yeah, that's the highest cloud. That's why people say cloud nine. Do clouds one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine look different? They're, everything's different. It's like cumulonimbus, there's stratus, there's, there's. Yeah, but so is one of those cloud number? Yeah, they all have numbers. Wait, so what's what does the cloud nine look like? It's a very thin, high cloud, I think. Oh, so it's, it's like thin. the high, it's like the cloud right in the stratosphere. So thin and wispy. Wispy thin, I think. I'm again like someone, some cloud expert, <laughs> a cloudologist is going to call me out on this. But I believe it's it's a very thin wispy cloud. It's not a puffy cloud. And so is cloud one the lowest cloud? Yeah, if anything, the cloud you'd want to be on is the low, low clouds, because they're the puffiest and thickest. You might yeah. have a shot of like staying on. Yeah, them. That, that makes me think of Care Bears. They hung out on those clouds. Oh, totally. You think Care Bears hang out on cloud? No one hangs out on cloud nine. If you hang out on cloud nine, <laughs> first of all, you're going to die of cold. You're going to freeze instantly. Uh -huh. You're going to suffocate, and you're going to fall through. You have no chance. No matter how light you are you will fall through yeah. cloud nine meanwhile cloud one that's like yeah cloud one is great some, some cozy earth right there yeah that's the cloud <laughs> you want to be on all right so now it's the evening charity is wearing a sequin slash beaded silver open back mini dress with these sort of crystal strands dangling off the sides Okay. I'm not having it. This was my least favorite look of the week. And people might be surprised by that because it was open back. And we all know I love me an open back. Hair oh, down. I'm open back today. You're, let me see. You got the amazing back. Okay. It's tremendous back. Do you know that the first time I saw your back, I, I was like, it, I'd never in my life appreciated a back. I'd Aww. never seen it. I was like, a, it's more of a different, there's different parts. Yeah, you were more basic. I saw your back and it was like the first time I had like seen a girl naked. Oh, <laughs> Wow, thanks. Yeah, it's an amazing back. It's well, the best back I've ever seen. Well, a lot of people have good backs. They just don't show them. They don't oh, think that's to what, show them. That's what someone with the best back uh, okay, says. Okay, all right, okay. Course, thank you, thank everyone you. Has good backs. We have to talk about it. Okay, so the dress was nice, but I couldn't see it because her hair was down and shrouding that open back. Yeah. What's the point? What what's is the, the and what's point? the point of those strings to hold her from cloud oh, nine? Oh, I didn't mind the strands. They were to me oh, were I the one like, point of interest. No, I don't. That's, that's, oh, see, okay. to me, that's the busy part. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this was my least favorite look. I, she I always seems to wear my least favorite looks with Dotton. Yeah. I wonder what that means. Yeah. Let's have a whole well, like, episode about if, that. As if Charity knows or cares what my favorite yeah, or yeah, least yeah. favorite looks Charity's are. Charity's listening like, hmm. <laughs> Okay, so Dotton says his brain is finally in line with where his heart is. The scary part is that he's not scared of saying that he's in love with her. And she says she's 100% in love with him. Yeah. And that's all romantic and stuff, except now she's said it to two people. Uh-oh. Who would do that? What a monster. <laughs> Only every lead over every the past lead. couple of years, I think. I got to say, if she were a man. Double standard. I do think there's a bit of a double standard with yeah, this. Yeah, definitely. He'd be a dick. I'm curious to see how that plays out because it, it's not a I'm falling like both of them because we know that it makes such a difference. But on this show, they do really differentiate between I'm falling and I'm in love with you. And she's now told two guys that. So they both have to think they're winning. I think Joey's ready to just give her to Dotton. Like, I honestly could see that. I'd be like, you know what? Here, just it's OK. Go I can ahead. tell you this. I think one of them would take this way better than the other. Because yeah. I think Dotton Don would does be not devastated. Yes. He would go back to Brooklyn and cry. Yeah. I feel like Dotton doesn't fall in love easily while I feel like Joey. Oh, Joey's come on. Every tennis pro is got <laughs> it's like it's, it's trust me, he's he's fine. Okay, so charity gives Dotton. Hey, I can help you with your backhand. <laughs> 
<laughs> and just just bend over like this. Apparently, we read that the tips that she was giving him weren't even good. Yeah. I don't know if I agree. I don't know. Come I don't on. Know. Give him a guy. Him. He's a tennis yes, pro. Give it to let him. Let him have that. He's got that. Charity gives Dot in the Fantasy Sweetheart. He says yes, and every night for the rest of their lives. That's what he says. It's cute. They go and make out, and it's easy peasy. No drama with them. The next morning, Charity in her ITM says that she's on cloud nine. Oh, she got downgraded. (laughs) Yeah, no longer a million. That's it. She's like, yeah, wasn't that great? She was on cloud a million about Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. But but after Don got through there, she's like, wow. Got all the way down. Okay, so now we are back to Aaron B. We thought we were done with always ballin', but he's back. Always back. Back with vengeance. He wanders into the hotel and asks the front desk. This was a funny scene to have filmed. I, you know, I give him credit for keeping a straight face. The fact that he was able to keep a straight face. I also give credit to the receptionist for keeping a somewhat straight face. Oh, yeah. So he goes to the, for anyone who doesn't watch the show, uh, he goes to try to go to Charity's room. Yeah. I mean, this felt staged, but it's it was totally still pretty staged. amusing. Yeah. And she's like, what room number, sir? And he says, I don't know. And she's like, I'm sorry, sir. We, we can't just let <laughs> <Sorry>. you in. <laughs> She nailed it, though. I'll give it to her. They, you know, they both did. Yeah. They, Excellent. This and could, scene. Yes. And so now it's clear production has gone out of their way to get maximum shock value. Because yeah. if Charity were in her hotel suite waiting to receive him, Mm-mm-mm. she would know something was oh, going to happen. Absolutely. Like, I've said before that when I came and did the knock-knock, to use a Game of Roses terminology on Juan Pablo's door to leave he knew something was coming and apparently I found out later that he was like Charlene's leaving I think Charlene's leaving like if you're sat there waiting you're not allowed to go to bed sure you know something's coming yeah and so your mind starts coming up for the worst totally and in this case Charity was by the pool chatting with people with blurred out faces. Were they guests? Are there guests at the hotel? But the thing is, she knew she was being filmed. So I wonder if they, they might've been like one of those older couples like giving her life advice or something. Oh, totally. But it was like, it was like, it was a, it was a red herring. Yeah. They had to fool her. They really wanted to pull the rug out from under her. She was. I believe that. So he approaches from behind and we get that. (gasps) Look from Charity. Okay, so Aaron B. does his thing. He says that driving back to San Diego, he felt there was more he could have given. She had said she wasn't sure if it was the right decision, so he's back to fight for her. She says she's been thinking of their relationship every day. She still cares about him, dot, dot, dot. And now we get word watch seven. Anyone who voted six is like, ah. Again. Because this is right under the this wire. This is a la- both last two episodes. Yeah. Charity says. And Aaron B. was the guy who pulled it last one. Oh, with knee? Aaron oh, B. pulled right. the knee in the limo. Yeah. He yeah. keeps screwing over people yeah. <laughs> who are one away from winning. <laughs> and Charity says. No, I was like, all right, I'm going to live with that. I'm going to live with that forever. Mm. And Andy, that is our cliffhanger. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a cliffhanger. <sighs> You know, it's it's like a cliff. It's a cliff that's about a foot and a half high. When you fall, you might sprain your ankle. Barely. This cliff is not very high. We don't feel there's a lot on the line no, here. It does not no. feel super high stakes. You're going to get a raspberry or maybe a sprained ankle. What's a raspberry? Cliff. Oh, I know what a raspberry is. Are you going to define a raspberry for people? I think everyone knows what a raspberry is. Is that a real term? A raspberry when you get a like a like a red scrape on your knee or something? Oh, is that a is that a thing? thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like our cute little language with each other. <laughs> what? Wow. I, I, 
that's what I thought. Really? Oh, yeah. let's keep it that way. I prefer that. Oh. Yeah, I was joking. It's not a thing. Oh, so it's just ra- our thing. A raspberry is a thing? It's our thing. Oh. No, it's not. I was joking. Okay. It's our thing. Just <laughs> okay. stay that way. All right. So now we have our credits. Charity and Dodden are at dinner and... She's paranoid because there's a salamander on the ceiling and she's afraid it's going to fall down onto them. And she reveals that she has a sort of phobia of things that crawl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Salam- First of all, I'm not sure that was a salamander. I think that might have just been a lizard. Don't oh, salamanders well. live in the water and sort of don't walk on ceilings? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm, I'm not sure. I had a salamander pet, you know. Oh, yes. Andy's pet, Sally the salamander. Yeah. I had. You know how long I had that salamander for? How long? 13 years. How big was it? It was like this big. Oh. And for 13 years, I got him a mate once. He was a him, I know. Okay. He had a penis. It actually big balls for a salamander. <laughs> but um, I got him a mate, a yeah. woman, a woman salamander. <laughs> and? <laughs> and uh, and he killed her. Killed her, strangled her. Oh, my her. God. Yeah. Okay. He was a solitary salamander. Yeah, it was not interesting. Can you imagine? Yeah. He was there for, for like eight years without any companionship. I put a woman in there. A woman? I put a fine, a fine, upstanding woman salamander. And what does he do? He just kills her. Wow. Serial killer salamander. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he wasn't, he didn't want babies. No, he wanted He was that, a bachelor. He wanted to be the king of his domain. Oh, I feel bad for that female. You know, it actually made me feel good about animals. It made me feel that maybe animals in solitary confinement actually don't mind it. You mean just solitary animals? Yeah. <laughs> Why solitary confinement? Well, it is basically solitary confinement. Mm. I mean, an animal in a zoo that doesn't have a companion, thats it's oh, like a I nice think, prison. I think solitary animals need to be solitary. That's why I'm so against octopuses being farmed. Octopi, yeah. Sorry, octopi. Like, I am very passionate. <laughs> I like the way you actually took that seriously. You're like, no, seriously, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I get very passionate about this. Like, seriously, the more we eat it, the more they're going to farm them. And octopi are not meant to be around each other you know i actually think i'm wrong i think it's octopuses <laughs> okay whatever octopuses octopi people know what i mean yeah yeah no you're right yeah. you're 100 right i think that this is the way it should be if an animal is very intelligent mm. and we know what animals are intelligent let's just not eat them how I about agree. that how about we just do that let's I, just not eat them i agree okay settled this is a cute scene it's pretty much just her being afraid of things that crawl and dot and making fun of her for not noticing them sooner because they're everywhere yeah which they are yeah. from what i remember. I mean on islands Fiji. it's like a standard thing there's lizards everywhere yeah, yeah. her face when she when he says that she's like oh he's <laughs> like there's like hundreds i've seen hundreds she's like oh that's <laughs> cute okay so andy it's time for your a game do you have a winner I think I'm going to give it to Dotton mm-hmm. just because he's just so great. He is great. Yeah. It's, he doesn't have, it's not, he transcends game. It's just Dotton. Totally. It's like you, you see what you get totally. and it's good Can and I- it's long. It's very tall. Yeah. There's a lot of him. You get a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so authentic. Like he's just so himself. He is so not made for TV and that's what makes him. He, it's like you're looking at a time when reality TV was still new and everyone on reality totally. TV was just themselves. There's nothing yeah. else to gain. It was gain. like the real world season one. Yeah. Or Bachelor seasons one to five or something, yeah. you know, before yeah. people just became too performative. Yeah. Before or, Instagram. Yeah. Dotton is just like, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to just do a weird thing. Here yeah. I am. <laughs> I didn't even look to see what happens at the end of this. No, he's an all-time great. He is. He's in the Hall of Fame for me. He is. Okay, so that brings us to our word watch. There were seven forevers. Something about that seems right. And Andy, how many correct guesses? 61. Okay. 61. Also, the uh, record for home runs before people started taking steroids. 
Roger Maris. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just a fact. In 1961. <laughs> wow. I believe. Really? I think so. And our winner is Mary Kay Bender Queener. Congratulations. You are the winner of a massive prize, $220 Cozy Earth eight-piece bath bundle. That's That's massive. Or if you don't need towels in your life, then you can trade it in for $220 worth of Cozy Earth. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And Andy, what is the word for next week? We did discuss because next week is Mentel All and normally we don't do a word watch. But but we're going to do it this time. We are because there's no like half partial episode. It's only Mentel All. And so we're going to do one. And what's the word? Wife. (laughs) I was hoping you were going to do that. It never gets old. Doesn't get old. Okay, so we decided that any part of Men Tell All will count for this. So this is the live portion or any, uh, like when they go on the journey, like in the hot seat, if someone's watching their journey back and the word wife is said in that flashback, that also counts. Mm-hmm. Bloopers count, all Everything. that stuff. The thing that doesn't count previews. is previews. Yes. So previews before the episode begins or when the episode ends. But yes, the word wife. And to enter to win, we have an exciting prize today. This is actually a really fun one because throwback. Yeah, it throws back all the way to our first ever sponsor. Yeah. And it just feels like our first ever word watch. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we did used to always give this away. Always. It was standard. You can win a Hello Tushy bidet and stool bundle. And I love everything about that. That's (laughs) amazing. By the way, just to be clear, the stool is an actual stool, not just the stool you're going to have because of your Hello (laughs) Tushy. The amazing stool you're going to have. Okay. So Hello Tushy bidet, stool and bundle valued at over $150. This bidet, you can affix to your existing toilet with no special plumbing. It takes like That's eight great. minutes to it's do fantastic and it now then you you turn your regular toilet yeah no toilet one paper. of those fancy japanese ones that gives you yeah. a little it's little amazing spray. use like one square of toilet paper you're good yeah just to wipe the water off it's honestly a life-changing device yeah. so you will smile. have way more stools than the stool you are getting for free <laughs> okay so if you would like to win this magnificent prize then you will guess the number of times you predict the word wife oh sorry the word Wife will be uttered in mentel all. You must use the numeral of the times you think it'll be uttered. You will not write out the word. You must include wife and or word watch in your comment. Oh, you enter by commenting. God, I keep doing that. Commenting below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. So you'll either put word watch or wife. Sorry. It's kind of a mess today. Well, I said that again. But people know by now. I mean, I've said this enough times. They're, yeah. they're all doing it. And oh, you must do so by this Friday at midnight. Yes. Okay. This Friday at midnight, Eastern. Oh. Well, Someone we think asked. that goes without Somebody saying. Somebody asked. Okay, we're in New York. It's clear what we mean. They don't know. And don't Eastern's know. the main time zone. Let's Ooh, be honest. Easy, easy there. It is. Easy. I'm saying it. I'm but you're, saying you're right, but, but it's the main easy. time zone. You're okay. Right. All right. Moving on to. Our predictions. I mean, this is. <laughs> Aaron B. <laughs> okay, so who do you have in your first spot, Andy? Meaning you think that they will end up engaged. Okay. Are you really asking okay. me? One, two, three, and let me say the name. Uh, I don't you know what. You know what? That's even patronizing. Let's not even say it. Let's just, neither of us say the name. We're not saying it. 
It's a given. We're not saying it. I know it's a given. I don't want to say it. But it's for consistency. Fine, Dodden. Okay, thank you, Dodden. I just really care about continuity, okay? Just let me have this. So Dodden is right there now. Okay, okay. Okay, meaning we think that going home or being runner-up is Joey. Yes. And do we think Aaron B is even really? No. No, okay. You know, the whole, like, I don't know if I made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. There were still three other guys, three other guys. I think the the stage at which you can be like, maybe I made a mistake is when it's two. You were really having a hard time deciding. When there were three others that you chose over that person, I, no, it, it's not meant to be. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> okay. I understand. But always ballin' will be gracing our screens again in the yeah, finale, it seems. And I guess suppose not meant at all. Oh, really? Yeah, because now he's oh, in the final right, three. Oh, that's right. Who knows? He traded He actually places. has, you know, he traded a trip to Fiji for not getting good, solid screen time. Oh, he would have gotten a hot seat for sure. Yeah. I think, let me think about that. Would I, what would I do? Fiji or a hot seat? I'm going Fiji. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's he's no question. So As a matter of fact, right I may call. go nothing over a hot seat. He I made don't the want right a hot call. seat. No. Well, a hot seat. You get some Instagram followers. Uh, I don't know about that. I've... What's good about a hot seat? You know, I will say when I was told I was going to have a hot seat and I was told before, obviously, I had mixed feelings, mixed emotions. I was like, that's kind of cool because I've seen it. Like you feel like, oh, yeah, I've seen that on TV. I get to sit in Uh, that seat. Yeah. But But then then the reality set in and I was like, oh, that's a lot of attention. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I think of hot seat, I think of the, the joke my friend plays on me every time we take a road trip. Because oh. he has heated seats in his car. Oh. So we're just taking a road trip. I'm like, it's like a, like a, he starts heating my seat to like a really high temperature. And that's the funny joke that eventually I'm like, Jesus, why is this so hot? And he's like, ah, I was heating your seat. That's a very juvenile funny. joke to play on someone. He's an older man. He's a middle-aged man. <laughs> it's always the same. It's a constant joke. Oh, that's low level. Low level. It seems beneath you. I'm it's judging. Been, I'm offended by it. Yeah, I'm judging him a bit and then thus judging you for being friends with someone who would play that kind of joke on you. Yeah, I need to pick better friends. <laughs> okay, I think that's a wrap for this recap. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Not a bad episode. No, I, I'm actually, I, I like it. You know why I like it? Was I believe in the final couple. I am so sold. And if it's not what I think it is, because we really don't know, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to judge Charity. Oh, if Charity doesn't choose Dotton, I am totally judging her. If Charity doesn't choose Dotton, I want you to break up with me and date Dotton. <laughs> Taking who we would go for to another level. Yeah, he's in Brooklyn. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.